to New England Public Radio News. I'm Susan Kaplan, and this is The Shortlist, NEPR's Week in Review. Joining us today, Matt Sfransky of Western Mass Politics and Insight, and Ron Shamilis from the Springfield Republican. Thanks to both of you for being here. Thank you. Despite being only about a month into the Trump administration, talk of the 2018 election has begun. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren is making her positions heard loud and clear. And ardent Trump supporter State Rep Jeff Deal is considering throwing his hat into the ring. Matt, what do you think of Deal in general and about his letting the public know that he's thinking about running against Warren? So Jeff Deal is kind of seen at the far right or right of the Republican Party in Massachusetts, and I think he might encounter some difficulty getting the support of the establishment part of the Republican Party, uh, especially because they're going to be all hands on deck to protect Governor Charlie Baker, who has already tried to stake out a you know more centrist position. I don't know how successfully, uh, and he they're not going to want to risk somebody like Jeff Deal, who has this much closer connection to Trump. Uh, potentially dragging down uh, Governor Baker in an election. Ron, Scott Brown clearly had some success when he first ran for Senate. What issues from President Trump's coattails might resonate with voters in Massachusetts? Well, I think a lot of it would be a personality issue. A lot of people just can't stand Elizabeth Warren. But I always ask myself, when people like perhaps Deal, uh, Kurt Schilling, uh, when they run against somebody like Elizabeth Warren, are they doing it just to entertain a race, to bring issues out onto the ballot? Or do they actually think they can win? At this point, I just don't think she's going to lose to anybody. But, you know, I've been wrong before about elections. So I'm curious to see just uh, why he's running. Uh, is it just to be an opposition voice? Or does he think he can actually beat Elizabeth Warren in Massachusetts? Matt, do you know there is a recent poll that says that Elizabeth Warren is actually vulnerable? It didn't uh, show her or ask questions about it didn't put a running mate mm, against her, but yeah. it did talk about favorability. So what do you think about that? Well, I think that, you know, th- that was a particularly odd question because it, it was it, the statement was, do you think we should give somebody another chance? And I think that there was a similar uh, detail as far as uh, the governor was concerned. It was The numbers weren't exactly the same, but that's such an odd question because I think on some level, you know, a lot of people might be sympathetic to having more people participating in the process. That doesn't mean they're actually going to vote out one human being who has the role in favor of another human being. I mean, that, that's such an uh, ethereal question. I don't know what So you don't like the poll? I, I, I don't think it gives us enough information to actually measure her vulnerability. I mean, even something like gene- vo- putting her up against generic Republican would tell you more than, oh, should somebody else have another chance? What does that even mean? I think she's unbeatable in Massachusetts. You think she's unbeatable in Massachusetts? I, I don't think she's unbeatable in the nation. If she gets to that point in 2020, I, I remain to be convinced that she's as vulnerable as her ardent opponents want to believe she is. Well, turning now to Western Massachusetts, let's talk about a big effort being made by some people to change the name Pioneer Valley to West Mass. Here's a little music from the video introducing the advertising campaign. Okay, you. I know, Ron. You want us to keep just playing that, and you want us. You want to hear it again. But the groups <laughs> behind the idea 
are defending it, and they say no one outside this region knows what the Pioneer Valley is. What do you think? Well, I think business leaders have for years had a discomfort level with that label as a marketing tool. Uh, when I heard that West Mass would replace Pioneer Valley, my first instinct was how much difference will that make in getting tourism and, um, and business? But if it's part of an entire marketing concept to put a fresh coat of paint on uh, Western Massachusetts and business people want it, uh, you know, they have a stake in the game. So I'm more open-minded about that. Hmm. You grew up in Springfield, Matt. Does West Mass roll off your tongue? Well, I mean, I, I think there's two problems with it. First of all is that Pioneer Valley isn't going away. We still have Pioneer Valley Transit Authority, Pioneer, Pioneer Valley Planning Commission. There's tons of nonprofit groups that have that name in there. It's going to remain in the ether one way or the other. The other problem is, is that Western Mass means different things to different people in Massachusetts. I think most people in this region would say the four Western counties or the 413, as the song so lovingly uh, notes. But when you start getting into the Boston area, they sometimes think of Worcester as Western Mass. They will think of almost anything uh, just outside of uh, 495 as Western Mass. So that that phrase... Don't we all live in Boston? Well, <laughs> well if, if, you, uh, if you are from outside New England, yes. But, uh, but that's exactly it. I mean... It, I mean, it, given the fact that regional tourism is probably one of the biggest or regional people from from the region, are probably one of the biggest uh, sources of tourism for our region, I would say, um, I'm not really sure that having a phrase like that that is kind of indeterminate, if you're especially from Eastern New England, is really going to help us. All right. Well. Educators and police in Northampton, Massachusetts, are trying to come up with new ways to engage students after a program called High Five Friday was stopped due to concerns about some children's reaction to law enforcement. Matt, do you think the program was a bad idea? As I'm sure you know, the issue got Bill O'Reilly of Fox News scolding all of Northampton. Well, I mean, I don't think it takes too much for uh, Bill O'Reilly to find a reason to scold a place like Northampton. But... um, I have to wonder if uh, this was necessarily the, the, the shutting down a program like that really serves anybody's interest. I mean, I, I would say that it was probably a little, you know, you know, it's kind of a window dressing program anyway. I mean, does high fiving a cop really change people's perceptions of the police? Um, I think if such a program existed in Springfield, which is a lot more diverse than Northampton, I can't imagine that all of a sudden, you know, uh, young people, particularly young people of color, would feel like they could work with the police any more so. That being said, um, any tool that can try to break down some of those barriers between the community and the police is good. Mm-hmm. And I think shutting this one down seems a little preemptive. Ron, you teach middle school kids in your spare time. Do you think there's a better way to build a relationship with the police? No. I think what they do is unconscionable. Uh, first of all, I'm tired of seeing all police demonized because it's a fashionable thing to do now. Uh, here was an effort. It, even if it was window dressing, it was an attempt to make things better. I haven't heard the critics come up with any other way to make things better. And if I were the police, I wouldn't knock myself out looking for that. They made an effort. It was succeeding. More people seemed to like it than not like it. A few squeaky wheels got their way. It's very disappointing to me. That was Ron Shamillis from the Springfield Republican newspaper and Matt Sfransky of Western Mass Politics and Insight. Thanks to you both. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning into The Shortlist, NEPR's Week in Review. You can catch The Shortlist anytime by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or by going to nepr.net slash podcasts. I'm Susan Kaplan, and this is New England Public Radio.